0: Hey, welcome back to the Hollywood Dreammaker podcast. I'm your host, Billy Gallo, and this is episode 98. Wow, I can't believe it's been 98 episodes. First, I want to thank you, listeners out there, that have made the Hollywood Dreammaker podcast top 2% of all podcasts globally. I'm very grateful for that. You know, I don't I do this for to be of service. It's I'm not getting anything out of it except just being able to add value to other actors. I just wish there was somebody like me when I came out to Hollywood that could have given me, you know, the the keys, the 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 map to Hollywood, and knowing where you know the potholes are, what to avoid, what to do, what not to do. But I had to find out the hard way. And I've been blessed and I've been a working actor for 40 years. And this is just me giving you all those golden nuggets. So You know, if you haven't, there's just literally 98 episodes of gold. I mean, I've had Academy Award winners, Golden Globe winners, Emmy Award winners, casting directors, agents, managers, producers, stuntmen, you name it, they've been on here. And these are people that had a dream just like you, and they made the dream a reality. So if they can do it, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. So go after your dreams with a vengeance. Don't let anybody stop you. And don't don't listen to the naysayers. You know, you can do this, but you got to be, you know, put the work in. So today I wanted to talk about the work. You know, if you get in an audition and, uh, you know, you, you got three pages of sides material for the, you know, for the TV show or the movie or whatever it is, you know, usually, they don't really give out scripts anymore. If you can get a script, it's really important to get your hands on a script and read the script from cover to cover. I mean, that's what actors do. We read scripts, you know, you want to really know what the story is and how your character fits into the the, the story. But, you know, sometimes you don't, you, you only get like three or four pages of sides and you have to create a character. So, Not to throw shade on anybody, but most actors are lazy, right? Most actors just kind of memorize the lines and, you know, hope they don't forget their lines and hope somebody likes them and you don't want to be that actor, okay? So I'm going to teach you right now how to outwork, out-prep, out-choice the other actors. Now, casting has a problem, right? They need to cast the role of whatever it is, John, you know, Bob, Mary, And they think they know what they want, but they really don't. You know, they have an idea of what they're looking for for the character, but it's your job to change their mind. And I'm going to teach you how to do that. Okay. You can't go into an audition hoping to get the part. Your job is to create a character, have fun, play, be in that room, you know, whatever. If you're in the room or you're doing a self tape, every audition is an opportunity for you to create a character, to work your craft. So don't go into auditions, like wanting to get anything, just go in there to be of service, to add value, to give, show them who the character is. Your questions are really important. It's all about choices, okay? Talent lies within your choices. The bigger, the bolder, the stronger your choices, the better you're gonna be. Okay, you know, I like to start with, the first question is, is who am I, right? If I pick up this character and it says, Bob, okay, well, who's Bob? What's Bob's last name? Where did Bob grow up, right? What was Bob's childhood like? You know, is Bob married? Is Rob divorced? I mean, you, you know, these are choices. Once again, it's all about choices. So you want to create a character and you want to make some big, bold, strong choices, right? That's going to affect how you behave. If I told you your character grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and he's Italian, and his name is Bob Marino, well, Bob Marino is going to talk a little different than Bob Hernandez that grew up in East L.A. and is Mexican, okay? So, you know, this is a choice. Once again, you want to know who you are. You know everything about you. I mean, you know, do a character analysis. Ask questions about your character. If I ask you, you know, tell me about you. Who are you? Your highs, your lows, everything about you. You're going to be able to tell me your life story. You're going to tell me about what happened when you were a child and you got bullied at school. You're going to be able to tell me that you had an abusive parent. You're going to be able to tell me that your parents got divorced, or you had maybe had great parents and you grew up in Beverly Hills and your father was a movie producer. I don't know, but these kind of choices are going to affect your your performance. Okay. It's all about choices. Maybe your wardrobe is going to change because, you know, you grew up in Brooklyn. Maybe you wear a leather jacket. Maybe you got to, you know, I don't know. Maybe you wear a freaking gold chain because you're a product of that environment. You grew up in a certain neighborhood. If I said you grew up in Malibu, I don't know, maybe you're wearing flip-flops and board shorts. You're a surfer dude. You know, you tell, hey, dude, all right, dude, you know, but this is a choice. Once again, this is how you outwork, out prep, out choice the other actors, because they don't know. If you see them in the lobby and you go, hey, uh, hey, Bob, what's your last name? They're going to go, I don't know. It didn't say so in the script. Hey, Bob, where'd you grow up? I don't know. They don't know, okay? You will know, okay? You want to know more about the r- character than the writer who wrote it. Why? Because it gives you confidence, because you come in and it's not really you coming into the, you don't want to be the actor in the audition trying to get the part, okay? You want to be the character, Okay, you want to create a character. So it frees you up because it's really not you, the actor. It's the character in the given circumstance of the scene fighting for whatever it is they need, right? So I like to start with, who am I? I am. I want. What do I want in the scene? You know, what do you want in the scene? You know, you want to look at a script and you want to be a detective and you want to ask yourself, why did the writer write this? And look for the clues and know what your character wants in the scene, right? And what's in the way of them getting what they want? That's an obstacle, right? And the way to get your need fulfilled, you're going to have to take an action, right? You're going to have to whatever, manipulate, charm, whatever your choices are, you're going to keep hitting an obstacle. You're going to keep making choices, taking actions to get what you want. Now you got to know why you want it. Like what's at stake if you don't get it, right? Make a big choice, life and death, high stakes, right because it's going to give you something to play. So you got to know what you want and why you want it and what happens if you don't get it. So I like to go I am, I want, I need. What do I need? Why do I need it? Okay? Right? What am I feeling right now? Okay? I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling jealous, I'm feeling frustrated, I'm feeling whatever it is. You want to, you know, play with that. Make some choices around your character. What's going on? Where are they coming from? That's called a previous circumstance. You know, I, I'm talking to you guys like, you know, listen, if you're a beginner actor or you're a veteran actor, it's still the same questions you want to ask, right? This is truly how you outwork, out prep, out choice all the other actors. Change their mind, okay? I can't tell you how many roles that I've gotten in films and television that I know exactly what choices I made in the room, the big choice that got me the part. I mean, I literally left the audition. Now, when I got the part, i call my agent and go, hey, they're going to call, hold out for some more money because I knew I had them in the room. I made them feel the given circumstance of the scene i give you a perfect example. I did a movie called Crash that won a couple of Academy Awards, right? And my scene in the film is a pivotal scene in the film where I pulled over Terrence Howard's character, you know, for the second time, the first time Matt Dillon kind of sexually assaulted his wife. So, you know, when I read the script, I, I, I kind of broke it down. I said, well, what am I supposed to make them feel? Well, I'm supposed to make them feel like they have a gun pointed at them and they're about to get their head blown off. So I said, how do I do that? Right, you can't bring in a gun into an audition. You can't bring a prop gun. Right, I didn't want to do the whole finger thing. Hey, freeze! So you know, I made a choice, and and I I had a black wallet, and I took that black wallet, and you know, I used it like a gun. I pulled it out, and all they saw for a moment was a black thing, and I started commanding them to step, down, get down on the ground. Let me see your hands and everything. And when I was done, the casting director was literally hiding behind a chair. And when I put my wallet away, she said, that's the scariest wallet I've ever seen. Right now, that was a big, bold choice. Could have backfired on me, but, you know, it didn't. Okay, I I got the part. I was willing to make choices that, you know, made him feel. I mean, I did another film where I played an abusive alcoholic father and in the audition, you know, actually, Leo Rossi was on my podcast and we talked about um, him and Don and Don. uh, Donnie Brasco, Joe Pistone, the real Donnie Brasco, did an episode. And we talked about what I did in that audition, like why I got that part. And I remember exactly what I did is I blew up, you know, I had to blow up in the scene and I had to, you know, I'm I'm enraged and I'm blowing up in the scene. But when I left the audition, I literally walked out the room and I slammed the door behind me and the casting director went (gasps) and Leo Rossi said, that's him. That's the guy. Now, of course, that could have backfired. Okay, they could have said, "Oh, we're never going to bring Billy Galloway, in." But I didn't give a shit. Okay, it's not about uh, you know I, my my job is to show you the character. I'm not you know that's all I care about. I'm not going to like do the scene and go, "Hey, see you, bye guys, thanks for coming." You know, no, it's that it's not the character. I like to bring the character in the room. I like to bring the character out. I don't want to leave anything to their imagination. I want to show them the character. Right, because I've created the character. I know where he's from. I know how he walks. I know how he talks. I know how he behaves. Then it's no longer me, it's the character. And that's what they're looking. They don't wanna see Billy, they wanna see Hugo. They wanna see whatever the character is. They wanna see Officer Hill. My job is to show them Officer Hill. How do I do that? Well, it's through my choices. Okay, so I am, I want, I need, I feel. What am I feeling? Where am I coming from, previous circumstance? I mean, that's a choice, right? You know, your choice, if I said, I'm coming from a bar and I've had three shots of tequila, well, I'm going to come into the scene a little differently because I have a sensory condition now. I have the alcohol. And if I made the choice that uh, I'm trying to cover the alcohol because, you know, my backstory is my my character has been in and out of AA and, you know, the person I'm in the scene with thinks I'm, I'm sober, but now I'm having to cover the alcohol. So now there's behavior because I made that choice you know always give yourself a loaded previous circumstance like where you're coming from especially now because of self tapes they're looking at self tapes after self tapes after self tapes and you know what if you don't come in you know guns blazing with some some big choice you know i'm next i'm bored don't save it to the end because people have no patience even this 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 video you know people will log off you know 10 minutes into it because they 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 can't pay attention anymore Okay, so you as an actor, when delivering a self-tape, you have to give them big, bold choices up front. Okay. I promise you, I know this works. I've been here at my school here, the Manhattan Actor Studio, for almost 10 years right now. And I've trained so many actors and every time... I look at my social media. I look at my email, my thing. I I mean, every time I see my actors walking a red carpet, I'm at Sunday, I'm, I'm at this, I'm at this film festival. I did this. I did that. I'm producing this project. I'm working on this show. I got my SAG card. I know it works. I know what I teach works because I've done it myself. Okay. There are a lot of fakers out there. Be careful who you're listening to. Okay, once again, I'm not here throwing shade, but I want you to, you know, vet, you know, what you're seeing. I get blown up uh, on social media about all these acting class, you know, online digital courses for acting, but you look them up and they got zero credits, right? So don't listen to the fakers, okay? Listen to me, the Hollywood Dream Maker. I've been there. I've done that. I got the t-shirt to prove it. I got the IMDB credits, okay? So previous circumstance. How, how about a ticking clock? Where's my character going? Is there, a, is there, a, if there's an Uber waiting outside, okay? Now I have a ticking clock. I got to go because there's a car waiting outside for me, okay? Uh, I have to get to the hospital to see my child that's, you know, now I, all I'm thinking about is getting to the hospital in the scene. I'm not thinking, you know, the words are just the words. The, 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 the lines are just the lines. The lines don't necessarily mean they're true. Okay, so you want to make some choices. How about a secret? Give yourself a secret. I know I'm throwing a lot of stuff at you, but that's a that's the kind of work you want to do. You want to make all these choices, right? And then you kind of let it all go and you bring that character in and you play, right? Now I have, you know, because I'm in my character from New York, I have the wardrobe and I said he's Puerto Rican, so I got a Puerto Rican accent, you know, or you know, I'm I'm my behaviors. You know, uh, he grew up in a rough neighborhood, so he's kind of got a hard shell on him, you know, because at a little, as a little boy, he had to protect the, the the little boy, and he put this hard shell. So now when he walks around, you see the, the, the residue of his public persona, the mask that he created to survive on the streets. Once again, I'm making shit up. Your job is to make shit up, okay? You want to know more about the character than the writer who wrote it, because the writer didn't write all that. You did, okay? And that gives you confidence. And then you can come in the room and you can play. Once again, you want to outwork, out-prep, out-choice all of the other actors. Okay? I guarantee you, if you start doing this kind of work, I mean, really knowing your social qualities, your, you know, your moral quality, like, who are you? Like, what, what, what do you believe in? What's your nationality? Are you a, a Democrat? Are you a Republican? Are you a cat person? Are you a dog person? You know? heroes, idols, you know, I'm just create create your childhood, create those events. You know, if I ask you what events, those highs and lows in your life that, that made you who you are, you know, you want to make those choices, right? I mean, it's a little girl that mommy flushed her goldfish down the toilet and she, her need was to save her little fishy, but she couldn't, right? Because mommy flushed it down the toilet. Well, she grows up and she creates her public persona, you know, her job is like president of Save the Whales because now she's going to save all the little fishies because her need to save her fishy was unfulfilled. You know, that's where it comes from, that those childhood needs, right? I'm an actor because I needed to be loved. I didn't get the love that I, as a child, the attention. The only time I got attention was when I was jumping around and performing. And that's the only time I really, truly felt love. So that's why I'm an actor. I I was uncomfortable in my skin as a little boy. So it was a lot easier for me to become somebody else. I had a lot of pain, a lot of anger. It was a way for me to get rid of it and give it to a character and and expose that. Right? The little boy that, you know, daddy's beating up mommy and he watches this abuse growing up, right? Well, you know, he couldn't help and protect mommy. Well, he grows up and he becomes a police officer, right? Because now he can protect and serve the mommies of the world. I'm using this as a silly example, but you want to make some choices about your childhood. Did you have a good childhood? Were you rich? Were you poor? Were you on welfare? I don't know. It's going to affect everything, it's going to affect your behavior in the scene. OK, so you want to make some choices around your character. I Once again, I am, I want, I need, I feel. Even if you just started there with just those four questions, somebody gave you a piece of cold material and you said, who am I? What do I want? What do I need? What am I feeling? You're going to be way ahead of the other actors because all they're thinking about is not forgetting their lines and hoping somebody likes them. Don't be that active. Big, bold, strong choices. OK, so, you know, secrets are fun, right? If my you want to create it, have secrets. You know, if I told you the secret was my character was previously at the bar and now I got to cover the fact that I had a sensory condition. If you don't know what a sensory conditions, sensory conditions are fun to play, right? If I told you you have right now ants crawling on your body, right? You're not allowed to touch them, but I want you to just feel the ants crawling on your body. Now, maybe you're doing a scene with somebody that, you know, you don't like them, right? They make your skin crawl, you know, or maybe it's a smell, like something smells fishy, something smells horrible, or you got a bad taste in your mouth, you know, that's going to give you behavior. And it's, and it's a little something, it's an ounce of behavior, this word's a pound of words, okay? It's a little something that says a lot, okay? So play, play, explore, how about, you know, I, I love animal work. If my character were an animal, what animal would they be? right? And try stuff on. If I said, you're a giraffe, you're going to sit a little differently. Or I said, you're a gorilla, your behavior is going to change. Try, you know, an animal because what an animal does, it gets you out of your behavior. You you walk differently. Maybe the voice comes from the choice of the gorilla or the lion or what, whatever it may be. Maybe it's a wardrobe choice, right? You know, I always look for my character. What animal is my character? Right. When I, when I did that film where I, I was the abusive father and I, you know, I was a Doberman pincher. I watched Dobermans. My hair was slicked back. I had the goatee, the whole thing, the way I moved, you know, was Doberman. Um, you know, I did a film called Kings of Brooklyn that I produced. So I was a lion in that, you know, and I had the wardrobe lady, you know, I had a leather jacket. She put, I wanted her to put fur around my, my collar and I had fur around my wrist you know, and it's a subliminal thing. The way my character moves, the way he talks, you know, when he gets mad, you don't want to see him when he gets mad. The lion comes out. The beast comes out. I have played a silverback gorilla when I played a LAPD gang unit sergeant. You know, all of these characters move differently. You know, for me, it's kind of boring when I see an actor playing themselves in a movie. But I, I, I love to watch actors that really... You know the De Neros, you know the 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 Brandos. You know he was playing a bulldog shot in the throat. Who knew he was playing a bulldog shot in the throat? It's it's all you know. You look at Christian Bale. I mean, he transforms. He's like a chameleon. Gary Oldman. You know, if you haven't watched some of those, you know, f- actors, look back and watch some of their early works. I mean, there it's an acting class. It's all about creating a character and changing people's minds. Right. I mean, it's, that's it. It's choices, choices, choices. Okay. So I want you to use this as a guide, like, you know, put this in your ear when you're going or prepping for an audition and and start asking yourself questions. Who am I? What do I want? What do I need? What I feel? Where am I coming from? Where am I going? What's the sensory condition? What's the animal? Is there a ticking clock? And then try stuff on, you know, follow your instincts. If your instincts are saying, I'm going to deliver it. I'm angry in the scene. Great. Do it angry. And then flip it, go the other way, whisper it, go the opposite. If I my character is a giraffe, no, he's not. He's a monkey. Try that on. See what you know. It's choices are like t-shirts, right? You try them on, right, and you go, oh, this one's too baggy. I don't like this one. Oh, I don't like the color of this one. And then you find one that you like, and you go, oh, this one's just right. I like this one. And I'm going to wear it. Right. So you know, try stuff on as an actor. Play. It's playtime, right? So once you make all of these choices, right now you you're walking into a room. You got the wardrobe. You got the accent. You got you got all that stuff. You know where your character's coming from, where they're going. You you it's it's truly playtime. What do I need from this other person? What's my relationship to the other person? What's at stake right now? Why I need it? If I don't get it, what happens? Okay, choices, choices, choices. And then you guys got to be consistent. Okay. You got to work on your crafts all the time. There's no excuses. Nowadays, you, you know, if you're not getting auditions, well, you know what, go on your phone, search up monologues, figure out what's your cast ability. Yeah, I see myself playing a cop. Cool. Find a cop monologue. Work on it. You got this cool little device, you know, the phone in your pocket. That's a movie studio. Okay. There is no reason now as an actor, you shouldn't be working. And I, look, You may not be getting paid for it at the present moment, but you should be creating. You need to start writing. You need to start producing your own projects. I mean, the cool thing is, is you can have your own TV station, YouTube. Speaking of that, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do. You know, inside the Manhattan Actor Studio with Billy Gallo, it's got a peek into my class. It's got all of the video element of this podcast lives on there. So please, if you have active friends, you know, share this with your friends. I I appreciate it. Okay. It's just a wealth of information there. You know, if you're not, if you're an actor, you're not listening to this. You're not serious about your craft because I worked my ass off for the past four years. Okay. And there's nothing in it for me except for being of service to you. And that's everything to me, okay? And there's been times when I didn't wanna do it. Oh, I don't feel like it. Oh, my guest fell out, whatever, too bad, okay? It doesn't matter how I feel. It's about you. It's about you know adding value to your life. It's about being consistent, okay? I'm at 98 episodes. I started this podcast during the pandemic. When it hit, I was like, well, my doors are closed to my school. How do I continue to share my voice? This is the most, uh, it was the hardest thing for me to do because I'm not comfortable, you know, doing a podcast, but who cares about my comfort level, right? You got to step up. You got to stop worrying about what other people think. You got to, you know, really go after your dreams with a vengeance. You got to be relentless in your pursuit. Okay. So, you know, there's, there's, there's YouTube, there's so much great information out there. Be careful what you're listening to, but, you know, you can look at, okay, cinematographers, you can look at, you know, how do I write, you know, screenwriting videos, how do I edit, you know, how do I shoot, learn camera, you know, create, 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 find your tribe, get into class, work on your craft. Can't tell you how many times my actors are inviting me to a premiere, uh, you know, of a project that they wrote, they shot with all my actors, and they're walking the red carpet now, and they're getting winning festivals and stuff like that. If they can do it, you can do it. Okay, all you have to do is take massive action. Okay, don't worry if it's good or not. Write some bad shit first. Right, writing is rewriting. You keep polishing it and tightening and tightening. Keep you know, and then work it. Give it to some actors. Put it up on his feet. See if it works. Okay, but your job right now is to be creating. Okay. You are a creator. You were created a masterpiece. Okay. You are a king, a queen. If you remember who you are, okay, you're not your thoughts, you're not the the noise, okay, you're the beautiful light. If you do what I say and you create these characters and you, you know, you you load them up with you, right? Everything that's ever happened to you in your life—the good, the bad, the ugly—all of that stuff—that's your gold as an actor, right? So you create this character, and then you ask yourself, "Who does this character become?" Because I'm playing this character. Well, this character in the scene's angry. Okay, where's my anger? Oh, this character is emotional, crying. Well, where's my pain? Right. And now you substitute and you personalize. So he's talking to his mother in the scene. Well, that's a fictional mom. Well, put your real mother in there. Talk about a real thing, you know, Load it up with your truth. I don't teach acting. I don't want to see anybody act. I want you to be truthful, right? What do you got? And that's your star power. And if you come in knowing that you're a king and a queen, right? Knowing who you are, coming from shining your light, this talent was given to you. It's a God-given talent. Not everybody gets it, right? Some people can paint. Some people can play an instrument. Some people can act. So it's your job to share that talent, okay? So what I'm teaching you right now is create the character, right? So it's not you, but then you load it up with you, right? Your soul. And if you leave a piece of your soul behind in that audition, they're going to feel it, right? If you shed real tears or you expose real anger and you're vulnerable and you're truthful and you're dangerous, they're going to feel it. And you're going to make a fan. And if you make a couple of fans that are casting directors that are a fan of your work, they're going to keep bringing you back in. You might not be right for this role. They're going to bring you in for another one, another one, because one, you make them look good, right? You're coming in, you're playing the big game. You're not just saying a bunch of words on a page. You're, you're, you're bearing your soul. Okay. So don't act, be truthful, create characters, have fun, Right? That's the key. Have fun, fun, fun. And when you do all this work, it's fun because it's not you. It's playtime. So I want you to make some big, bold choices. I want you to load it up. I want you to write a a, a biography for your character, a character analysis, knowing who your character is. You want to know everything there is to know about your character. Because then it frees you up. It's playtime. It's not you. It's a character. But you load it up with your soul. And if you do that and you play the big game, you load it up with your soul, you're going to be a working actor. I have no doubt. I believe in you. Don't let anybody tell you it can't be done. Okay? I'm living proof that it can. I've been blessed. I've been look at my IMDb. I've done it all. And I'm very grateful for my career. But now my my whole thing is, is being able to be of service to you. Okay? I know how to get you where you want to go. So follow your dreams. Go after them with a vengeance. Don't let anybody tell you it can't be done. I'm living proof that it can. Okay. If you need me, you can reach out to me on social media. If anybody wants to be a model, my wife handles the modeling department. She's amazing on what she does. I mean, I, I'm blown away. I mean, I think every one of her students has got agents and they're, they're, they're out there now. So You know, she does what I do for actors, for models. So all you have to do is go to Manhattan Model Studios. She's got a digital course coming out. You want to check it out. And um, once again, I believe in you. So, you know, go after your dreams with a vengeance and I'll see you next time. Take care. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please rate, review, share this with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't.